This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You win? Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Blues Focus podcast with me, your host, John Graham. Once again, many thanks for taking the time to download this pod. If you've done that either via Spotify or iTunes, or indeed if you're watching it via our YouTube channel, which is Blues Focus TV, Please share, leave your comments. We want to debate the topics that you're interested in as we go through the the second half of the season. And always keep an eye out on our social media platforms. Great content there. So you can either find that on Twitter or indeed Instagram at Blues Focus Pod. So the purpose of this pod is very much a review on the game from yesterday where Blues went up to the Riverside to play Middlesbrough. And first thing from my point of view... I'm going to eat an absolute ton of humble pie. When I saw the, uh, I guess, the, the starting 11, I just I just couldn't understand why he picked the team that he had. Um, certainly Mark Roberts. I mean, I, I don't really know what more he could have done on, on Sunday against City to get a start. So I don't I don't like looking at team sheets and, and immediately thinking, you know, that's just not really what we're looking for. And again, um he stuck with Harley Dean as captain. Um, obviously, we debated that topic a couple of days ago on the pod. Um, and, and as a group, me and both the Toms were saying, yeah, pro- probably didn't think that uh, Dean's future at Blues was was going to be very long. But no, he's put him back in as captain. And I have to say, he put in an absolutely fantastic performance for the team. Um, very organised, very commanding. Won some brilliant headers. Um, you know, spilled blood for the cause as well when he, he absolutely steamed into an, a header, uh, really positive, uh, took out one of their players. Um, you know, fair challenge, you know, it was just a, a wholehearted challenge. And there was a couple of times during the game where he was really composed on the ball. Um, so, yeah, I'm not his biggest fan, but, you know, I cannot say anything other than he played incredibly well um, yesterday. And, you know, fair play to him for probably shutting up a few critics, including myself. But if then we talk about the the start of the game, I think Blues, you can pretty much class a Blues performance with how we start in the first five or ten minutes. It's quite it's quite bizarre, really, that if we really start brightly, we, we tend to, to carry that through for the rest of the game. And that definitely was the case yesterday. Um, I said on the, on the preview of this game, the first thing we had to do was was sort of match them like for like, just by means of that 
physicality that they always bring to the game and the the Neil Warnock teams that you know they they don't give you an inch you know that you're in a fight you know you're in a fight and I thought we were absolutely brilliant at that um Terrell again was superb lots of energy closing the ball down really defending from the front and the other guy that I criticised quite heavily, well, not heavily, I mean, I, I, I emptied him, I think is probably the best way of putting it, it is Scott Hogan. Um, what a performance. I did say you've got to, you've got to sort of make you look if you're on a bit of a, a drought. Uh, he's certainly been, been in that position. And, he, you know, he really closed the space down. He, uh, yeah, I mean, he, he, he got his goal, which we'll talk about in a minute, but just his overall play, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. And, you know, with both Harley Dean and um, and Scott Hogan, you know, it's not a personal vendetta. I want them to succeed. I want them to to do well for Blues. But there's, you know, whether it's stupid mistakes or just not putting the, the effort in, that's why we get so frustrated. And we get frustrated because I think most fans know that both of those players can put performances in like they did yesterday. So, yeah, I'm absolutely go... Well done, lads. You know, that that was a fantastic performance, individual performance by both of you. But as we go into that sort of the, how the first half panned out, as I said, you know, we were on the front foot. I thought we played some such such good football. It was so refreshing to see. And it does go back. I know we, we I certainly bang on about the, I think, the performances against Bristol City and Reading. But there were such good performances. You know, if we could, if we could play like that every week, then we, we're not going to be far away from you know, that sort of top six. And I think if a lot of people have, have seen my, my pod, Blues fans or, or otherwise, about the sort of the review of the game, I did say there's no reason why we can't go to Middlesbrough and win. And given the run of form we've been on and the form that they've been in, that, you know, probably quite a, yeah, n- n- not a lot of sort of foundation to support that, that sort of, um, I think, enthusiasm for what we could do. But I know what we can do when we play well. And there's no doubt we played well yesterday. And we just didn't let them. We didn't give them an inch. We were in the faces, and when we got it down, then I, then I thought we were absolutely superb. And you know, as, and as far as the goal is concerned, a lot of people on social media are saying, "Well, you know, it was a tap in from Hogan, but he started that play. He started the build up. Really, really good. Sort of holding the ball up on the edge of the area, link players in. Um, you know, a great run by Sanchez. Again, always very, very intelligent on the ball." Lovely back heel into Colin, who I thought was exceptional throughout. Um, Colin didn't panic at times. He can a little bit, doesn't get his head up and pick the right pass. But brilliant run from Hogan. And that's what we've got. We've got a natural goal scorer. You know, hate to say, you know, sort of fox in the box. That's what we need. We need him alive to those sort of um, scenarios. And, and we, you know, we got that goal and we were we were good value for it. You know, Middlesbrough weren't even in the game. Um and then after that, we we sort of did our usual um, conceding. We've got to be really careful against sides like this when we when we give away dead ball situations. We really need to limit those. You know, if if we can, you know, instead of giving a corner away, can it be a throw in? That they, they, you know, because Middlesbrough are very very sort of prolific as far as our dead ball situations are concerned. We all know that it's a a major part of uh, Neil Warnock's makeup. And I'm a massive fan of it. I don't. I think you know football. Certainly over the last ten years, as a you know back in the day as a defender myself, you know you don't like defending those balls coming in. You know you've always you're always tested. So whether it be a corner or whether it be a free kick from deep, big believer in in sort of making defenders sort of earn their money. And the the corner after the goal, 
Um, yeah, there, there'd been a, a bit of a warning sign before that when they, they flicked it on. And I think it was either, I think it might have been Friend or San Jose cleared it out with a really, really good header on the back post. So we had the, the warning signs were there. Um, and yeah, you know, we, we were very close to conceding. And I, I actually thought in the first first replay that it was a brilliant save by Terrell um, <laughs> with his hand. But uh, somehow he missed it and he uh, yeah, just sort of yeah, went off the, I think it was off the bar. And we managed to sort of clear our lines. But that was the only scare. But it did sort of coincide with us just scoring. And I don't I think it's probably unfair to say we switched off. But, you know, you concede that you concede that goal. We don't have that bit of luck. And and who knows what would have what have played out thereafter. But that was it as far as chances for them were concerned in the first half. Really, really solid. Uh, I thought the two centre halves were were good. Um San Jose again had his critics. I haven't really personally criticised him as a player. I think as a centre half, not so sure. He, you know, he certainly isn't the quickest. Um, but other than that, what I did like, he cleared his lines really well. Um, you know, th- th- there are times to get it down and play, and there's times to regroup, get the team up the pitch, get your shape back, and he did that incredibly well. Which, as a natural footballer, it probably goes against what what he would like to do. But in these type of games, then, you know, first things first, certainly when you're one nil up, you've got to defend that lead and play play a sensible football and manage the game. Um, so, yeah, we went into the, the I guess, the, the end of the first half. Great value for the for the, for the one nil. <coughs> Excuse me. I, I think I just couldn't understand on Sky why they were focusing on, on um, Sanchez's alleged red card. Um, it, it just... It baffles me. I mean, he's got absolutely hacked down um, by McNair, and it was you know a it was a it was a foul, b it was a booking, and and the ref given neither. They've sort of squared up to each other, and you know they keep saying he kicked out. Well, he, what what did he actually do? It was it wasn't even a tap. I mean, I have no doubt if if McNair goes down, he gets sent off. But yeah, I, I, it just seemed to me it was like. Let, let's try and create a narrative that makes this sort of performance either lucky or, or not not deserved. And, and it's just boring. You know, but why? You know, let's let's look at the let's look at how the game played out. We outplayed them first off. No two ways about it. Even the most, I would say, uh, avid Middlesbrough fan would say that we, we were a different class. You know, we play pro- proper football. And as I said in the previous pod, earn the right to play. And when you do against sides like Middlesbrough, We've got quality, and it, and, it, and it showed. You know, Bella was a threat all the way through. Sanchez was a threat all the way through. Great to see Kifton Belt and Sunjic really cement their, I think, their position as those defensive um, midfielders in front of the back four. I thought they were exceptionally, you know, going back to a few games ago where they, they were really, really solid. I love that that combination. I think it works really well. Uh, Terrell, I like him. He, he's, a, he's a menace. You know, he he puts himself about. He got a yellow card, which was a joke. Um, but but that being said, I thought he was very very good. And Hogan, as I've said, you know, he was. There was one piece of work that he did after the goal that he hasn't been doing for weeks and weeks and weeks. And he harried the 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 back line. I think it was the centre half was coming out with the ball, and he just went around the back and nicked it off him and built a play again. Brilliant. And that and if he does that every week, and he can get his confidence and get his goals. He could be, you know, the player that we we all want and the player that 
scored, you know, what was it, eight in ten last season in in a, in a run of games. That's what we're after. So you know, again, it's no witch hunt against any of these players. We just want them to to perform to the levels we know they can. And I think if they do that, you know, we we we're going to be. We've got a side. We've got a team. You know, it, it's obvious for everybody to see. <clears throat> so as we go into the second half, um, a somber longer came on, and uh, you know, I, I highlighted him as a guy that always scores against Blues, and uh, I think it was probably within two minutes he probably should have done. Uh, it, again, probably not switched on a little bit like after we we sort of scored our goal in that corner, then he scored from it. And again, were we bright enough? Were we sharp enough at the start of the second half? Arguably not. And as I said, he had a really good chance and, and sort of fluffed his lines. And uh, that was definitely, I think, it woke us up a bit and said, you know, this is far from done. And obviously, Warnock made three. He didn't just bring him; he brought, but he made three substitutions. Which, which I think probably demonstrates what he thought of their first half performance. Um, and I just, I didn't want us to get into the negative mindset of sitting back and defending the lead. Because I think, you know, whether the early storm, get back to playing our football. And I think we could have got another. And if you go 2-0 up against Middlesbrough with the way they play, I just don't see them getting, getting two goals um, from 2-0 down. I think they're bullies. I think if they go one up, they can get three and four which, you know, we, we found that out to our cost at St Andrews. But I think if you knock them off their game and they're not getting any joy, you can pass it around them and, and, and score plenty. Unfortunately, and, and this is going to be the only criticism because, you know, let's... I don't want to be, you know, a, a Blues fan that is always looking for the negatives because what's the point? You know, if we put in a good performance, let's... let's crikey, there hasn't been many, so let's really celebrate the, the positive performances. But I am increasingly worried about this default and on 60 minutes substitution that Karanka keeps doing. A, it's predictable, which is never good in football. Um, and, and B, it happens regardless of how we're playing. Substitutions are there to affect a change in a game if there is something that isn't working. And from my point of view, I didn't really see anything not working. I thought we'd, as I said, weathered that storm. And really sort of applied herself and, and again played some really, really good football again. Um so I, I just I don't know whether players are maybe tired. I, I don't know what it is, but I just don't agree with just changing it if if he doesn't need it. Um but having said that, you know, it's great to see Roberts come on after his performance against Man City. Um but there are lots of stats and you you probably would have seen it on Sky. You know, Blues I think have, have lost or They've been ahead in games and then gone on to sort of lose 16 points from winning positions this season. Now, even if we'd only sort of maybe had eight uh, points where we'd, we'd lost from winning positions, which I think is probably around about the average or slightly above the average, then we'd be probably about seventh or eighth. And if, if you know, the whole 16 points, we'd be third. So we do show that, you know, when we get ahead we are struggling to defend that that sort of lead. And why is it? I just think we're dropping off. I don't think we go for the jugular. I don't think we go for that second second goal. Or indeed we we have a bit of a a bit of a lapse and lose lose concentration and let the opposition in. And again, you know, with with the second half, they, they didn't create that much. But again there was another stat, I think last 10 minutes um of, of games, Birmingham have conceded more than any other side in in the league. And whether, the, you know, these chopping and changing of, of formations, 
when when I don't think you need to do it. I just I just want him to maybe just have a bit of faith in the team that get you ahead. And if they're dominating the game, keep them on the park. Simple as that. And if after 75 minutes they are genuinely knackered, then fair enough. Um, I would say that I think the switch when he brought Djukovic on, Djukovic was a, a menace, um, just did what he always does. Uh, he didn't really... Against City, I, I thought he was... He looked a little bit off colour, to be honest. Um, but absolutely brilliant when he came on, held the ball up great. Won, actually won a couple of fouls for a change. Uh, I mean, he's always getting fouled. The refs just don't tend to see it. Um, but no, for me, he he was good when he came on. But just in general, I know George Friend got man of the match for Sky. I, yeah, I mean, it, 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 with him, it's just relentless. It's relentless eight out of tens. It's just, you know, I, I did sort of wax lyrical about him on a, on a previous pod. I'm not going to change my mind. He's just a brilliant footballer for us. Absolutely, he's the he's the glue that that um, one of I think it was Tom Tom um, on on the pod a couple of days ago. I think he made the the, the call around. He makes players around him like Harley Dean better, uh, and I totally agree with that. I, I just think he's been a fantastic signing for us, and I just hope that you know it's not just two seasons sort of, you know, that we have him. I, I think that he looks he looks like he, he he definitely looks after himself and I hope we've got him for a few more seasons to come. Etheridge made a couple of very good stops. Um, one from Watmore when he came on in, in the second half. I think that was like a double save. He, there was a there was a cross that, got, that came in that was sort of quite a, a looping cross just outside the six-yard box. Normally he'd come for those and he was sort of sort of shackled to his line don't know whether that's because he may be down on confidence a little bit, but all in all, I thought he was good. I think we need to maybe just use a bit more sort of now so when we when we're passing the ball back, get it off his left foot and put it on his right. A couple of times in the second half when we had time to make a better pass and help him out more, and we just put it on his left side, and he and he's not the strongest on, on with his left peg, and yeah, the clearances weren't brilliant, but all in all, thought he was great. Colin just solid. I mean. And that, and that run again in the first half after the goal it was a bit like a Jude Bellingham run. I think I, I think I want to say it was Wyatt Barnsley, but I might be wrong. Where he's got no right to get the ball in the in that sort of by the corner flag uh, collar, and then he sort of you know goes down the line, gets sort of boxed in, beats two players, comes across, probably sort of yeah, he probably could have taken a shot when he when he came across uh, uh, in, in into the box, but I thought he was excellent all game. As I said, I think Dean, fair play to him. He made my it made, he made me eat my words. Easy for me to say, um, and, and I hope he continues to do it. Hope he does. Hope, I hope that's it now. I, I genuinely do. Um, San Jose, I liked it. Um, he's he's composed. He's 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 assured. Uh, but it is a worry when you know one lump over the top. I think we get caught. But you know, as I said, I'm being positive. I'm, let's just focus on what he did well. Friend, different class. Two in front of the four. Again, I just love that combination. Sunich picks up his seventh yellow car. I mean, crikey, he's got more cars than Clinton's, hasn't he? Um, but yeah, I, I I just like what he brings to the team, the energy, uh, tenacity, and he's just he's horrible. He's everywhere. So yeah, love what he brought. Bella, just a, a pest. Really, really good performance. And Terrell, I thought was was good. Uh, Sanchez was just different class. And yeah, I, I just let let's put this red card nonsense to bed. I mean, Christ. It, it, yeah, as I said before, I, I just um, I know Warnock's come out and said, you know, the whole reason they lost the game is because he was on the pitch. Now, the reason he lost the game, mate, is because you got outplayed. Simple as that. 
um, and, and Hogan was, was superb. So all in all, what a great result. Let's go into these next run of games that I hate to say are winnable, um, you know, starting with Preston coming up in a couple of days. Um, and just please, Itor, don't change the team. Stick with the same team. It's fine. Um, there's no reason to change it. I know Roberts is massively unlucky not to get in, but let's just stick to that team. Um, they look like they enjoy playing the the, the game uh, as a unit. All of them contributed. Let's just keep with that mindset, and I don't think we're going to go too far wrong. So, so yeah, that that was it. I, I think we you know lots to look forward to now, everyone. I, I think that's a really positive performance, a performance that we all wanted to see, uh, and let's see what they can do. They can do against Preston uh, this coming Wednesday. So that's it for me. There will be a pod landing on Friday and every Friday for the foreseeable with myself and the two Toms. But that's it as far as the review is concerned. So as ever, please stay, stay safe, everybody, and keep writing. Sports Social Podcast Network. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.